0: This is our live video podcast that Miguel and I do on a mostly weekly basis. And this is our building public project uh, supporting the Rebelance NFT project, which is expanding into multiple additional projects. But our whole project is based on the foundation of education, transparency, and supporting the Web3 community. And that's why you see our faces and our names. We are transparent about who we are. We are here sharing news with each other and building our project in public so others can learn from it. And time to time, we have guests on who are part of the Web3 community because we want to showcase their stories and see what we can learn from them. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, co-pilot, co-founder, Miguel. Miguel, how are you today?
1: I'm good, man. Uh, a little bit under the weather, actually. So if you hear me sniffling, it's because um, I woke up a little sick today with a, with a cold, but hopefully it goes away soon.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope you feel better. And uh, maybe you get to call out of work and stay home on Sunday, watch some F1 racing, watch the Jets maybe win. Who can say what's happening with them anymore? What a weird season it's going to be. Uh, Miguel, I have a gripe to pick with you.
1: Uh-oh. Hey, uh, real quick before you go on your gripe, <laughs> why don't we look so different now all of a sudden today? What you do what different? Do
0: you what's different?
1: You are on the left side, and then, like, I couldn't see when you went live. I didn't see our our beginning video. It was, was weird.
0: You couldn't see the intro video at all. No. Oh, it played.
1: It played on I your can side. Switch
0: it around. Watch this. No, that's not true. Did that work? Did it? Did it switch around?
1: No, I still see you and I, and I see you really big, actually.
0: Okay, we can fix this. We can fix this. All right. While we're doing that, let me share my gripe with you. You and I had an episode last week, last Wednesday, over a week ago. We spoke for an hour, and then Friday morning, you're like, "Oh, today's the bowling thing where we were supposed to watch the Rebel Ants bowling thing um, kick off with our sponsored jerseys." You failed to mention this to me on the hour video call that we did together. You I just dropped it on me on Friday.
1: I totally forgot about it. That's why. <laughs> well, I have good news, though. So. All right. Our bowling team won two out of three. Uh, I believe there's like nine points they could get or ten points. They got seven out of the ten. So they're moving on uh, to the next stage. Actually, they play tonight at 8 p.m. today, too. So we got to see how, how they do.
0: All right. But... We'll definitely find a time to get there. Did you see the screen switch? Are you on the other side now?
1: No, same. still the same. Still looks you the same
0: are thing. lying to me. We are live and I'm on the right side. You're on the left side now.
1: i'm gonna send you a picture of what i'm seeing
0: (laughs) all right you send me a picture um while we are waiting for you to send pictures to me um i want to invite everyone to head over to jermypets.com because this is your chance to get some free nfts and that's what we want to do here we want to give away some stuff maybe you want to buy some stuff but uh this would be a, a cool way to support us and you know set yourself up for the future where you will able, uh, be able to get some free NFTs and some rewards in the future. Let's uh, fix this because you disappeared off this camera now. And there we go. And so if you head over to germypets.com, you'll see we have some free NFTs that are unlimited just to get your uh, feet wet with the 1st Germy Pets germypets01 here. We got more coming uh, to be released in the future, but some of these are free forever. Some of these are free for a limited amount. Some of them are priced with limited quantities. So take a look. We got 15 up here for now. There's still 485 to come. Isn't that right, Miguel? Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I actually <laughs> I actually was supposed to release five more uh, like two weeks ago, and I did. Yeah. You know what? Today is the day. Today's the day. Uh, you know what? Just for today, I'm going to release 10.
0: Oh, okay. Do you have 10 more?
1: Yeah, I have, I have a lot left.
0: All right, well, that's good to know. I'm going to, um, I just saw the picture you sent. It does look different than what I'm looking at here. Let's go on YouTube and see what really is happening here. We are live here. See that?
1: Yeah, on YouTube, it looks uh, fine, actually.
0: <laughs> I look great. I don't know about you, but I look great.
1: Uh, I look pretty sexy, I got to say.
0: <laughs> um, all right, I sent you some pictures last week, because I got something cool in the mail from one of the NFT projects um, that I hold from the Bubblegum Kids. And I've had this NFT for a while. Um, It was during like my initial buying phase. I don't know why. I don't even know how I came across this one. But I did. So I got a a Bubblegum Kid. And then they had a follow-up project called the Bubblegum uh, Puppies. And I got one of those. And those are both um, camping, as they say. So I'm just getting some reward points for keeping them locked up. But they released the gum. They released actual gum. And I could not not buy it. And I had to get two because one I wanted to eat and try and one I wanted to save and preserve for the future of all NFT history. Um, But this is the gum. Came in a nice little package here. There's 55 pieces in here. Cool little logo on the front. And it's gluten-free, sugar-free, vegan, Mm -hmm. nut-free, and it's actually a pretty good gum. I've been chewing it, um, you know, throughout the day. And the box also included a little sticker pack, which was nice. I'm not going to rip off the stickers because I appreciate them too much. And so, the box came, um, a very nice box as well, similar to the box that we've been sending out. But they put the package on the box, which I wish they wouldn't have, just so I could, you know, keep the box keep more the as box, a, yeah. uh, memorabilia. But I understand why they would need to do that. But I just thought that was cool that, you know, here's this project about Bubblegum Kids art, and it turned into real Bubblegum. And they've got a lot yeah. of other stuff going on. They had a comic book come out a few months ago that I was able to claim, a free comic book. And I think it was even free shipping. And so they just continue to put stuff out slowly but surely. And, you know, I paid a lot of money for that NFT at the time, but I I at least feel good that they're doing something with, with their project still. Are there any projects that you hold, Miguel, that you've seen them doing stuff with?
1: Yeah, us. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we have the box. We have like some cool stuff inside the box. We have clothing. We have merch. Not many people know this that we have like merch. We have all this cool stuff, stickers. Like, you know, eventually, you know, there'll be a million people out there that will know this, and then they'll buy all our NFTs, and then they'll join our podcast, and then they'll subscribe, and then you know, we won't have to work anymore, and we could work on this hundred percent of the time.
0: Yeah, maybe you and I can like move into a compound and we'll leave our significant others just where they currently are. And you and I will just, you know, spend weeks at a time working on stuff together. Focus on this, yeah. Tell them it's for the business. This is, you know, for their future and our future.
1: It'll be great. (laughs)
0: It'll be great. Or maybe when we buy a bar, we can just go to work in the bar with some offices. (laughs) Or that, yeah. Yeah, or that.
1: You know what's funny? I'm staring at, uh, can you see this? My little bueno pin?
0: Yeah, little bueno pin.
1: I have one of these for you.
0: I haven't seen you in person in months.
1: I know. Whose fault is that?
0: I'm going to say yours, but we do look pretty close to each other. <laughs> maybe maybe we need to get together real soon. What are you doing tomorrow? You working?
1: I work tomorrow, unfortunately.
0: All right. Tomorrow night, come over. Okay. Done. Deal.
1: <laughs> Deal. Uh,
0: um, I, I've been keeping a close eye on some of the NFT news, the Web3 news, as I'm sure you have, but there were just some articles that really stood out to me that I wanted to share with you and see if you had any thoughts on them. And it's not... It's not friend tech, which is the latest craze that everyone's talking about because that cycle has come and gone before and now it's just coming back. So maybe we'll dive into that in a future episode if it's still even a thing. But there were some other stories that really stood out to me. Um, So if you want, we can just kind of like dive into those.
1: Yeah, let's talk about it.
0: All right. I'm sure you heard that Vitalik Buterin got hacked. Did you see this? Yes,
1: I heard about this.
0: Yeah, the first thought I had was Man, if he could get hacked, like anyone can get hacked, right? Because he's one of the biggest players in the space. You know, he was one of the founders of Ethereum.
1: Yeah, but I think it was like a, like you see there on that, on your share screen, it was a sim, a sim swap that he was doing or something.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's how it happened. He got sim swapped, meaning, and I think they have a good definition of it here, but, um, yeah, meaning someone socially engineered T-Mobile itself to take over his phone number. So it's not that he explicitly did something. Somebody else called T-Mobile or convinced T-Mobile to move his phone number to their phone. Now, what happened was his phone number is attached to his Twitter account, and it's not even part of his two-factor authentication. It was just attached to his um, premium, pro, uh, like the Blue membership. So because it was attached to that, he was able to initiate... The transfer of the account, and I just think that's a good lesson, and that's sort of the takeaway from all this is that you should immediately remove your phone number from Twitter if you have any sort of influence over people to or you know any concern about somebody taking over your account because if the phone number wasn't attached to Twitter, then this wouldn't have happened um, yeah. so that's really the the takeaway from this. It was very sad to see what happened as a result I think um, I think there was a list of of people who lost. NFTs as a result
1: of that, but how do you, how do you stop that from happening?
0: You just need to take your phone number off because with Twitter you can still reset your password essentially with just the phone number, even if the phone number is not part of your two factor authentication. That's mm-hmm. just how you can like claim the account. So uh, there was a CryptoPunk that was stolen, CryptoPunk three nine eight three, and allegedly this was like the first CryptoPunk ever minted. And so wow. it's a very important one in the history of NFTs and maybe even one of the first NFTs ever minted uh, since CryptoPunks was was part of the original ones. Uh, that was valued at approximately $250,000, so a quarter of a million dollars stolen there. Um, the other relevant info to this was Binance CEO um, chimed in just kind of talking about some two-factor authentication, saying to use hardware 2FA. And of course, I agree with that. But again, this just happened because his phone number was attached to his premium account, not even part of his two-factor authentication. So lesson for everyone, get your phone numbers off Twitter. It's really not necessary if you have any concern about you being hacked. Um, I think there's also just something to to think about with, if you see a tweet from Vitalik that has this link, and and that's really what happened, right? Somebody got into his account, posted a link, um, and it was malicious. And that's how they got access to some wallets. So... I think we also just need to be cautious about what are we clicking on, right? Even if it's from someone like that. I know we all want to be the first ones in, but if it just seems like a very unusual type of content from someone that you follow, just use caution for that, right?
1: Yeah, I wonder what our friend uh, Plum would say about this.
0: Yeah, I didn't see if she had posted anything. I'm sure she has some thoughts. Maybe we can uh, connect with her in the near future and uh, get her on, see see what she's been up to, right? She's made some big moves recently, but... Yeah, I think just a good lesson for all of us to learn. Nobody wants to get hacked. Nobody wants to lose a quarter of a million dollars on one NFT like that. So very sad to see. I think since now, you know, Vitalik has recovered his account and there was a lot of other NFTs that were stolen. I think it was over $600 million worth of um, NFTs or uh, no, sorry, $691,000 was collectively lost by individuals who clicked on a deceptive link.
1: Wow.
0: So lesson to all.
1: Hey, talking about uh, Binance, did you see that Binance US, the, the CEO and the, and the financial guy quit, I think it was, the uh, CFO?
0: Yeah, I didn't read much of the story behind it, other than it seems like they're just closing up shop in the US.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> what does that tell you?
0: I don't know. Are you worried? Is this,
1: are we in the wrong country to be doing this sort of business? I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about Binance. I mean, I'm not worried about me, but I'm worried about Binance.
0: Well, I pulled everything out of Binance. I did. Uh, I pulled
1: everything out of Binance a long time ago. Yeah.
0: yeah, because they were they were talking about locking down, right? They were saying that you wouldn't be able to access it from the US for a while. Yeah, well,
1: I pulled out of Binance when they were when their CEO uh, was talking crap about uh, Doge.
0: Oh, you you didn't want to hear it?
1: I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a lot of Doge in Binance, so I pulled it out.
0: Yeah, I had a bunch of alts from the alt run back in like twenty seventeen maybe. I was just all over the place and I was like, none of these are doing anything. None of these are to me as valuable or worthwhile as Ethereum and some of the bigger ones. So I just consolidated everything and then moved it off to Coinbase, which by the way, I still have Coinbase issues. I'm still locked out of making certain trades from Coinbase. Really? Yeah, but it's probably better because I don't want to spend that. (laughs) And I probably would if I was just able to just freely move it around. So it's probably for the best, but someday soon I'll have to address that so that I can get my monies when I need them. But I'm just over over time I've lost a lot of faith in Coinbase.
1: So I have I have like um I was using at the beginning, I remember so many different platforms. Like it was insane. Yeah. Like I, I even at one point I even had Robinhood uh crypto in it. Especially yeah. when they opened up to Doge. So I, I started buying like recurring uh Doge in in um uh, in Robinhood. And then I, there was like this big thing about Robinhood and then I pulled it out and moved it into somewhere else. And then there was a big thing about that. So then I moved it again somewhere else. And then I said, you know what? It's getting moved to my Nano. That's it. Yeah. That's I've it not
0: is. set up my Nano yet, but I will one day. And I, yeah, I was all over the place. I mean, when crypto first came out, it wasn't that easy to buy it. So you'd try, you try to. Go to platforms that would let you get it, whether it was through a credit card purchase or you know, make reoccurring purchases. Yeah. And then for a while I just kind of held on to everything, just let it sit. And then when the value really started to go up, I was like, oh, let me go, let me go find that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I found mm-hmm. all of it. I mean it'd be great if, you know, in the future I just stumble upon some website that I have an account with and find, you know, a couple million dollars. No big deal.
1: You want to know a true a true story? Hit me. So I had almost a million, $1.2 million in Doge, and I let That's it ride the, long night long. That, the night that Elon went to um, SNL. Yeah. So I let it ride, let it ride, let it ride, and then that whole night, I'm like, ah, should I sell, should I not sell, should I not, sell? I don't know. I kept debating. It was like, it was like midnight or yeah. one yeah. o'clock in the morning. I can't even remember. And it kept going up, 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 and i like, you know what? I'm just going to ride it. And then, then I went to sleep. The next day, I wake up and I, <laughs> and I'm in the hole. And I'm like, you know what? She's gonna keep writing. And uh, now, it's like worth like a hundred grand. Yeah. <clears throat> pretty sad story.
0: Yeah, I think, I think most people have more sad stories than happy stories when it comes to crypto. And yes. I'm sure it was not easy to see two million just dropped all the way down.
1: Yeah, it was pretty sad. Pretty sad.
0: Yeah. I, I imagine that's how uh, certain NFT holders feel, right? People who had a bunch of apes that were worth half a million dollars <laughs> at some point, and maybe they had ten of them or whatever it was, and they just held <laughs> on too long because that, you know, now it's what twenty-five floor price, yeah. twenty-five ETH for that. So, but Thanks. these things happen in cycles; they come and go, and maybe it'll go back up, right? You know, if everyone felt that way about Bitcoin every time it dropped over the past how many years are we now? Um, a lot. 11 years, 12 years. Um, then nobody would be holding but I think sometimes a lot of people you wake up a, sometimes you
1: wake up in the middle of the night screaming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes I know. I've or made some, I've or made it. some mistakes in my life. That's okay. Um, I saw an interesting article about web3 and the Hollywood strikes. And I like this because it felt like a a real use case, and you know I'm a fan of that, <laughs> not just yeah. speculating on that. So I've got an article pulled up here on cointelegraph.com. The article is titled, How Web3 Can Prevent Hollywood Strikes? Replay Joins Cointelegraph Accelerator. So Replay I think is um, you know, video for Web3 as a, as a platform, but this article is talking about creating the transparency for streaming services, right? So if, if that's one of the arguments uh, part of the strike for Hollywood is that they're not, you know, making as much as the the platforms are for streaming their their pieces of work. And I, like I think part of that is the transparency of sharing how much streaming has been done for, you know, uh, whatever the, the programming was. And so this article is talking about blockchain based video distribution so that it's clear every time those videos are accessed and just giving that transparency. And I think that's one of the benefits of blockchain in general is, is the transparency. But I like that idea of saying, Hey, let's just put it all out on the public this way, or, you know, as, as public as they want it to be, but it's able to be shared um, saying, Hey, this is how much streaming took place. And hopefully it's, you know, tamper proof, which we hope most blockchains are. Yeah. Um, but I like that <clears throat> idea. I like that idea. What do you think yeah, right. about that? Yeah, so the article says right here, using Replay's asset management portal, creators can get live insights into their content consumption data and have direct control over their business models. Replay also lets creators be in charge of their own distribution by letting them, allowing them to build firsthand relationships with platforms, publishers, and communities that wish to support creators. So you'd be able to see the different transactions for payout amounts as well as volume and usage of that. So I don't know that we'll get there anytime soon, but... I do believe blockchain is the future of most businesses one way or another, even the hotel industry, which I'm, you know, I'm a part of, I think there's a good use for blockchain technology there, but that's what this, you know, if the strike is about the transparency and the pay, then maybe this is a good solution to that to explore even on, you know, a smaller level to begin with. Interesting. Yeah. 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 All right. I saw an article about NFTs on f1 racing car is happening this weekend have you seen this no no okay so williams racing not one of the top contenders but
1: of course not.
0: <laughs> i was just even thinking like how much air time do they get but they're going to be putting nfts two <clears throat> nfts on the back on their rear wing and that's for this they, weekend's race in singapore
1: is this sponsored by kraken is that what it is yes
0: it's in partnership with kraken So we're looking, I'm on WilliamsF1.com, and this is from the news section. Time is running out to get your NFT on FW45. So, this very brief article here just says, Time is running out to see your NFT race with us. Oh, sorry, this is at the United States Grand Prix. So, this isn't this weekend's race. This is um, the Texas race in October. uh, Entries close for the rear wing takeover on Friday. Don't delay if you want to be included. If you're not sure what the rear wing takeover is, here's a quick guide to get you up to speed. Williams Racing and Kraken, our official crypto and Web3 partner, are giving you a chance to have your NFT featured on the rear wing of Alex and Logan's cars in Austin. To get involved, all you need to do is complete the form and passionately convey why your NFT should get this incredible spot. Then use uh, hashtag rear wing takeover to let the world know why your NFT deserves it. Okay, so now this has already, the voting already ended. Oh. Um, on August 18th. I know, I know. But I'm, I'm going to click this link and it's going to show us who the winners were. What do you? Who do you think the top nominees were? I think there were, um, let's, hold on, what did I say? 20 carefully selected finalists will be chosen, <clears throat> whittled down via public vote to get four winners, and then Alex and Logan pick the two winners. So who do you think were some of the nominees?
1: I don't know, man. Like Maybe some of the blue chip uh, NFTs or no? Okay. First of all, it should have been us. I know I we didn't know about this.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I found out about it too late, but also I don't know how many votes we'd get.
0: Although that would have been really cool. If maybe this is successful for them and they'll keep it going, we can try and get it next year. All right, I'm going to click this link. It's going to show us who the nominees were. So we're still on WilliamsF1.com/slash/rear-wing-takeover, and the winners. The winners have crossed the finish line. Congratulations to our six winners. Uh, Ute's. We got Ute's and D God's. Hmm. <clears throat> we got the, what are these called? claysaurus is.
1: I don't even know what these are.
0: And then we got, a, we got a penguin. We got a Pudgy. We got a Pudgy. And then whatever this dog is. I'm going to click this. Those one are one. the Doge ones. Oh, Doge Pound. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the other one here is Mad Lads. So these specific ones, right, this was, uh, oh, sorry, this is Sapti Seal, not a Pudgy. This is a sappy seal, uh, a a ute, and a D-gots. Wow, the ute one looks pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I like this one a lot. It almost looks like a F1 outfit there, you know? This almost looks like um, one of the guys from Haas with the yeah. block So then the drivers picked. The drivers uh, handpicked the two winners, and the winners were the sappy seal and the doge.
1: Really? <laughs> the Doge, Doge Pound, yeah. The Doge Pound, yeah.
0: Um, so that's cool, right? That's some that's some good advertisement. Right now, I think that is pretty cool. in the F1 space, we just see brands with their name being advertised. And this will give some imagery to the wing. And again, I don't know how much airtime Williams really gets over the course of a race, but I think it'll be cool and I'll be excited to see it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to see it.
0: One year we should, you know, make our way to one of these events. Can you imagine Every year, I'm like if... we're going, but it just doesn't happen. Yeah.
1: Can you imagine if like Williams were was a uh, one of the big teams? That would be crazy.
0: Right. That's what I was thinking. Put it on a red <laughs> bull because that's what you know covers half the, uh, half the air time.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised that crypto.com is not doing anything with NFTs for F1.
0: Yeah, they just I only see their name. I just see crypto.com yeah. and ByteBit and some of the other ones but just again, crypto.
1: crypto.com sponsors like a whole bunch of sports and stuff oh yeah like
0: they have stadiums right don't they have a stadium
1: yeah I what wonder they? where they're where <laughs> I wonder where these fonts are coming from.
0: <laughs> transaction fees, transaction fees. I hope so a few months ago you and I looked at the killer whales which was like the shark tank for crypto. Yeah. Did you see that the <clears throat> the uh, <clears throat> the trailer came out?
1: No, tell me more
0: I'm gonna see if i can play it all right give me one second here we're gonna remove that i'm gonna stop my share and i'm gonna share again and i'm gonna share this and let's see if we can get the audio going can that's where crypto buddy crypto entrepreneurs from all over the world face off against the killer whale judges. You put 10 million of your own money into this project. Are you crazy? I'm kind of crazy. It's coming in the elementary canal and it's ending up as decentralized diarrhea.
1: (laughs) They are the next Disney. I'm a visionary and I can tell he's a visionary. So this is a major red flag for me. You're entitled to your opinion though. You've saved
0: users over $5 million. Correct. That's huge. We want to reimagine water. So it is water. So what am I missing? Sell me another story. When you scan the can, that's where crypto and Web3 is unlocked. I actually
1: think they are onto something. At stake is not only their personal reputations, but that of their whole project as the eyes of the world watch on. I'm currently living in my sister's basement.
0: You're living in your sister's basement?
1: With my wife and and my my child. um,
0: And when Zillow adds this feature next week, what happens to you? It's time to sink or swim. You're in a pickle. I'm not sure how you're going to get out of it. I'm going to give it. Call me Michael fucking Phelps because it's a swim for me. (laughs) You're the best. That's the project.
1: If we fail, the world is fucked.
0: I don't think anyone gives a shit. I'm going to be sinking. All
1: right, what do you think? (laughs) I think that's pretty cool.
0: I appreciate all the cursing. I feel like that's what uh, Shark Tank is missing right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, where so where
0: can we watch this? So it's not out yet. It'll be out in January. Hold on, let me add my screen back in there. It'll be out in January. Then it's on this like Hello TV platform.
1: So, so the so you go, you present your project, and then these guys, what they they invest in you? They will
0: either invest or think that you're going to sink. Now, what's some of, some of the people on the, on the panel, they don't have a great history. Some of them are tied to or named in certain scams and rug pulls in the past. So it'll be interesting to see if, if they can overcome those reputations. But I think anyone in the crypto space is going to watch this because I think it's interesting to, to see these, these things being discussed. But sort of like to your question, where is this going to be aired? This is going to be aired on some unknown platform that people are probably going to have trouble getting to or not going to want to download a new app. It's like, I don't know why this isn't just on a normal streaming platform like a YouTube or just do it on Twitter or X, you know? It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I like I like the cursing. It's great. Really passionate. And... It'll be cool just to see what else is out there, right? I don't know. I think there's probably a lot of stories that we don't get to hear about because they do not succeed. And so it'll be interesting to hear some of the founder stories and what the yeah. inspiration behind some of these stories are because we don't always get that part of it, right?
1: I it wonder just, how we're... they choose who's going to be in, in in the show.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I think This is just season one. Maybe it keeps going. And I think there's 22 projects that are going to be presented. So we will watch and we will you know, keep our audience informed. Maybe you and I can get together, live stream our reaction. Whoa, how about that
1: idea? <laughs> yeah, that'll be cool. I mean, I, I, I like the concept. I just don't know, like you mentioned, the, the panelists, like the judges or the investors, the, the yeah. credibility part, I think it's missing.
0: <laughs> you and I had exchanged some text messages about a proposal for the Board Ape Yacht Club Dow. Yeah. And the summary of that, I think, is that one of the big players, uh, Machi Big Brother, he wanted to take, let's see, uh, where do I have the actual proposal here? So, um, looking at an article from fxstreet.com, ApeCoin holders are voting on the AIP, it's a proposal, to spend 11 million Ape tokens in the development of an NFT asset series, And that would have put that would have taken a lot of apes off the floor, locked them up, made them available to museums to use for display, Uh and then create a new currency um, to manage those assets called. um, What was that called? Um, DAMC. So they just voted on that, I think, two days ago or yesterday. And looking at this article I found today, it says that the ApeCoin holders opposed the proposal uh, to spend $12 million worth of Ape. So it did not pass. And then here's a screenshot from this article that shows that 66% of people were against this proposal. Wow. And 33 were for it. I wonder uh, why. Yeah. Well, I have, an, I have a tweet that I'll, we'll look at in a second, but just to give a little more context here. It says the NFT collection will be composed of Yuga series NFT assets, a thousand Board Ape Yacht Club, two thousand mutants, some doggies and punks, as well as other artwork. The pieces of digital art will be used as rewards for users who lock their ape token for five years for the governance of the protocol. Um, faces opposition in the community from sixty-six percent of the voters, um, <clears throat> but the voting ends on September twenty-one, September twenty-first. So it's not done yet.
1: Five years is a long time. That's it's probably a long why.
0: time. It's a long time for someone to lock it up. But this was an interesting tweet that came out beforehand from Adam Hollander, who I enjoy his posts. I follow him. So he says, I read the Machi Dow proposal. I stand by what I've been saying for weeks. I think it's a veiled attempt to artificially prop up floor prices. Uh, then he says that I know that uh, one and only Poppy is holding a spaces. I haven't listened to the spaces yet, but it is available on um, at one and only Poppy's, uh feed. You can listen to it there. So I'll probably get to that uh, today. So here's some of the feedback or the concerns from Adam. He says you currently own 225 apes and 80 mutants among other assets. While the proposal prevents the DAMC, which is the coin, from purchasing these directly, its creation will inevitably meaningfully increase the floor of these collections. As an example, there's only 479 apes listed for sale right now at any price. If only 15 were purchased. Uh, representing less than 5% of all of it, the floor price would go up by 12%. So the concern here is we're just artificially inflating the floor price by just buying a bunch of them off the floor. Now there's a new floor price, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, He goes on to say, if someone wanted to curate an art collection such as this for display, why would they have to purchase the assets? There are hundreds of apes, punks, and mutant and other NFT holders would gladly license their assets to be displayed in such a way for free. And I think he's right. I think people would display would let someone else use their their picture for free, mm. right? Especially because all you need to do is send an email and say, yeah, this is approved, right? We're not shipping artwork back and forth around the world. Uh, buying <laughs> assets is completely, ridiculously unnecessary, not to mention the grail assets that would be best to display are either cost <laughs> prohibitive or unavailable for purchase. So he's saying the ones that people are most impressed with or most desired aren't the ones that are going to be part of this collection. And he goes on to say this proposal arbitrarily locks up significant amounts of APE for up to five years, which in and of itself has the potential to, again, inorganically drive up the price of APE. So, um, given your connection with the APE world, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Um, Would you have voted
0: for or against?
1: I probably would have voted against just based on how many years it is.
0: Yeah, it's a long time, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of things can change in five years.
0: Yeah, I mean, people lock up cash for five years, right? They put them in CDs and things like that.
1: But yeah, but it's a little different. I mean, it is.
0: <laughs> this is a very volatile space, right? If you need them, yeah. you want it, you want it to be more liquid than locked up.
1: If it, was, or, you know, yeah, if it was, it was. If it was a little bit more consistent, then I probably would have done it. But because of the volatility, again, like like you said, it's just that I probably would have voted against it. Yeah. Maybe one year lock up, two year max. <laughs> But so there is there's a line
0: for you somewhere.
1: Not five, yeah.
0: Not five, yeah. Five's a lot. Five's a lot.
1: <laughs> five is
0: definitely um, too much. So let me ask you, as someone who is uh, an asset holder of Yuga, is there something that you do to stay involved with events happening like this, and news and trends, or upcoming releases within the Yuga Labs atmosphere?
1: No, Google not system? really. I just usually follow, um, you know, an X or on Discord, but not not really. I'm not really uh, in it for, like, all the show that they do.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's a never-ending cycle of of news coming out about people proposing things or starting these side projects. I mean, in that video that we just watched, the trailer for Killer Whales, somebody was pitching ape water, right? That's what it was called, ape water. Ape water, yeah. And I'm sure it was their ape on a can of water, which maybe, maybe we need a little bit more compelling reason to buy that water. I mean, would I like if I walked into a 7-Eleven and I saw an NFT water, I'd probably buy it just to have it, but not as like a ongoing investment like, oh, yeah, I'm really thirsty. I got to go get some ape water. Like maybe I would just keep one as a display.
1: But I think there was something else with it because they were like, oh, you scan the QR code to so what yeah. the QR code take you? Like, what does it do? Now, yeah, if the QR code cool. takes you into like some sort of game or like some sort of, you know, some cool stuff. There may be, yeah, some, some, something interactive, but not like, you know, like if you're just going to buy a can of water that's like with somebody else's ape on it, that's that's a little.
0: Different. Yeah, it's a little unnecessary, right? All right. So let's let's do a quick Google on Ape Water Web 3. Ape Water launches IRL in California. This is from November 2022 from BevNet.com. Is there so any story launch. here? There's no story. I'd have to listen, which I don't want to do. Let's see if we can go back a second. Maybe it's under eight beverages. Uh, Yeah, here we go. So uh, at eight beverages on X, we'll give them a follow. See what's going on there. And mint your water club pass on May of 2023 to put your IP to work. Ultra rare passes can be redeemed for an IP licensing deal featuring your PFP on golden cans of ape water.
1: Okay. That's different. That's cool.
0: That is cool because that's not just Yuga Lab assets, right? There's other NFTs there. So we could have a Rebel Ant on Ape Water. Yeah. All right. You need to look into this. Go. Go make some connections. Now I want to buy a can of our Rebel Ant Ape Water.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'll be cool. All
0: right. We're going to keep an eye on this. I'm not not so against it now. (laughs) Oh, boy. I just closed a tab. I didn't want it to close. Yeah. So that's what I got for this week. Did we miss anything?
1: No. Did you, did you, um, any NFTs that you're looking at or keeping an eye on?
0: No. No, I'm trying to stay away. Um, you know, our <laughs> friends over at Outlaws, they <laughs> they keep doing something. Let me see what that was.
1: Yeah, they, they were releasing like a like something.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking how mad I am at them. Let's go look at their Twitter for a second. They had another release come up here. Um, this was, here we go. Outlaws claim your NFT art edition now titled Seeker. This is just more of the same. That's all this is. Stay tuned for our edition, art edition piece dropping tomorrow. This is just all same nonsense, same AI sounding posts that they've been having for months. <laughs> So. Yeah, I
1: mean, I again, like, I they would have done so much better if they would have just, like, if they would have just shown who they are, or talked about the project or been more vocal about it.
0: Yeah, just so a little bit. Come in the show and yeah. talk to us
1: about it. Like, I think they would have been so much so much more successful, but they're just not doing anything. Like, if you look at their posts, they went from having, like, thousands of likes and, like, whatever, to now almost nothing.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's kind of sad. But yeah, they
1: still do 2,885 in ETH volume.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's a ton of money to have gone nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) So one other thing I just want to mention to you, just because we didn't talk about it, was I did reach out to Bueno about some of the challenges we were having while building our side-scrolling game, specifically the spawn point that uh, we encountered that problem, where even though we manually set a spawn point, that's not where we were spawning as a result of losing enough health to die. I'm, I'm sure we could spawn there if we were linking from another portal from another room, but I really want to work on that spawn point because uh-huh. I think that's a that's an important part of this. So I think that's probably the biggest obstacle now because if we can fix that, then we can really use even the dynamics that we discovered to make a side-scrolling game. But yeah. uh, they said they would take a look at it. So I'm going to follow up with them. And ho- I asked them if they want to jump on a call so that we could show them all the questions we had and maybe they can just kind of point out like the easy fixes to those yeah but i'm not giving up on that i'm still excited about the idea of of creating a side scrolling game in buenoverse so more yeah, to come I, on that
1: i know they released uh like a new thing where you can watch videos on how to use the buenoverse they Recently. did
0: release a few videos from their school like or i think that's what they were calling it
1: yeah so
0: i'm, I'm gonna keep watching those and see if there's anything we missed that we can apply to our theory of how to create an engaging world for our our whole yeah. I world.
1: watch I watch some of it, but it's almost the basic stuff. Like um, it's stuff that we already know, or I already know yeah. how to do. So
0: yeah, good stuff. Yeah. All right, well let's uh, let's pick it up again next week, maybe uh, Wednesday again of next week.
1: Yeah, we could try Wednesday or um, whatever other day you want. doesn't really matter. Or we could go yeah. back to Sundays. I mean, I really want to continue to play around with the days to see what's better for us and what gets the most views. So whatever you want to do, I'm fine with.
0: Okay, yeah, let's shoot for during the week again, not the weekend because I think I'll still be out of town next week. But let's definitely keep the shows going and we will connect in. Can I, can I put the pressure on you to come up with an artist of the week for next week?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: All right, let's do it. And I'm going to have a few people in mind.
1: I have a few people in mind. so.
0: Okay, good. Let's showcase them. And then uh, I'll start, I'll keep reaching out to people, trying to get them uh, to come on the show. There was a couple of cool people I discovered on Twitter. When I say discovered, I don't mean like I found them. Like I learned of them. (laughs) Like these are already successful people (laughs) that um, I was impressed with their work. And so I'm going to keep reaching out, trying to get them on. All right, sounds good. All right. Have a great week. Thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, head over to rebelants.io for links to everything. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe, and we will see you next week. Bye.
1: Bye.